Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Building Fiction Podcast, not so live edition due to some technical difficulties, perhaps on my end. Mexican Independence Day internet is not cooperating, although I think it's on Justin's end. I can hear and see him fine. He's saying, I don't come through okay. I don't know how you place the blame here. But unable to do a live episode, we are going to just do our regular Zoom on this lovely Friday afternoon. I, of course, am your host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction, Johnny Profita. And back with me with debatable internet access is the one and only Justin Hillbilly Boy Campbell. What's up, man? See, the reason I think it's you and not me is because whenever I do the morning show that I do, uh, from time to time different participants in the show have to be driving either to work or taking kids to school or whatever and usually whoever's on the road uh whenever they go through like bad service spots their their connection will do what yours was before we started the show so that's why it kind of led me to believe it was you not me but uh, we we can take equal blame for it because i do live in you know bumfuck nowhere and it's not like we have the greatest internet access out here yeah, I was actually pretty excited to get to this spot because uh, I'm, the person's house I'm staying at, like, yeah, we're, we're pulling 370 megabits of internet, which is fucking fast. I mean, that's like three times what I would need for anything. It should be three times what I would need for anything. And I get here and it's like, it's pulling one megabit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I can't even do basic stuff on my computer. I was like, you got to call Telmex. There's basically two internet. Well, there's like one internet company in most of Mexico. Other places in PV, there's like two, maybe three. Um, so I was like, you got to call these guys and figure out what the hell is going on. Like you're paying all this money and you're not getting shit. And so they call. Of course, you don't get a you, you get a uh, re, you know reporting or an, uh, like a fucking bot operator now. You don't get a person to talk to even in Mexico. And they did something, so it's at, it's at like 40 megabits now, which is enough to do a Zoom, but apparently maybe not enough for a live show. So a little disappointed there. Happy uh, Mexican Independence Day to all our Hispanic listeners. And uh, it's my sister's birthday, too. I got to send her a bottle of tequila or something, but happy birthday to her. That's all I got. What's on the docket for today? <laughs> oh... We got a bunch of fun stuff today. It is a shame we're not doing this live because we do have some fu- we do have some fun goofy stuff on top of some actually no. more serious. Yeah, I was really today. looking forward to this episode, but <laughs> what should we, we start always, with? Uh, we can always try again next week. We'll we'll figure this out one of these days. You, uh, yeah. you you want to start with the we we had kind of teased on Tuesday talking about the New Mexico governor and. What she had done with um, her attempt to suspend First and Second Amendment rights because of a a health emergency. And then uh, what has come out of that? You want to listen to her explain her position on on all of that? Yeah, let's hear what the tyrant has to say. Yeah, but your point is valid. You took an oath to the Constitution. Isn't it unconstitutional to say you cannot exercise your your carry license? With one exception, and that is if there's an emergency, and I've declared an emergency for a temporary amount of time, I can invoke additional powers. No constitutional right, in my view, 
including my oath, is intended to be absolute. There are restrictions on free speech. There are restrictions on my freedoms. In this emergency, this 11-year-old and all these parents who have lost all these children, they deserve my attention to have the debate about whether or not in an emergency we can create a safer environment. Because what about their constitutional rights? I took an oath to uphold those two. And if we ignore this growing problem without being bold, I've said to every other New Mexican, your rights are subrogated to theirs. And they are not, in my view. Well, wait a minute. You're talking about crimes. There are already laws against the crimes, so how are their rights? Yeah, but, but again, if I'm unsafe, Who's standing up for that way? If this climate is so out of control, somebody should do something. I'm doing as much as I know to do. Do you really think that criminals are going to hear this message and not carry a gun in Albuquerque on the streets for 30 days? Uh, no. But here's what I do think. It's a pretty... At least she, like, admits, no, I understand that criminals aren't going to abide by this, but fuck you and your rights. This is it's more important that we ensure your safety. Uh, even though it, it, yeah, it, it's just it's so ridiculous, man. I mean, yeah, the whole point. I mean, one of the like the, the most basic underlying arguments against all this gun control is that murder is already against the law, and they're violating that law. So put all the fucking laws you want in place. They're breaking them by killing people like they're going to break them. Uh, killing somebody is the worst thing that you can do. If you're willing to do that, I don't think these other little like rinky dink laws that you put in place are going to stop anybody. That's number one. And she's like, yeah, no, they're, they're criminal. Like a criminal by definition breaks the laws that are in place. That's what makes them criminals. So like this is just the dumbest fucking thing. But then uh, on top of that, it's not like people that are concealed carry or open carry. None of them are killing anybody unless it's in self-defense, unless they're stopping an active shooter. I mean, is there one instance that that somebody can point to? I don't even know what happened. Maybe we should talk about this with the incident that precipitated this because I don't even know what happened with this 11 year old that she was talking about but like show me an instance where somebody with a a license to carry uh just all of a sudden lost their mind and went crazy and killed people without a plan like it wasn't premeditated it was just off the cuff uh they were upset and they just happened to have a gun on their hip and so they started shooting people has that ever happened I mean show me that story not not that I'm every single of. one of these is like oh yeah like this guy was on the fbi rate like that's the fucking meme they were on our radar they put like fucking threats online they write a manifesto they think about it for like four months and then they follow through on it and what was well, this a temporary thing to 30 days like usually people yeah. spend more than 30 days plotting their mass shootings at these schools too 30 days to slow the spread of mass shootings. Right, of course. And then that's the other thing where it's just like, dude, we either have rights or we have privileges granted to us by fucking tyrants. So if there is in any of these documents a clause that says, hey, you know, you have all these rights unless I decide that there is an emergency and I can define an emergency based on anything that I want it's completely subjective and it's up to my discretion, then you don't have any rights. You have privileges. You are subjects of, we don't call them kings and queens anymore. We, I call them pussy politicians, but you are just a subject now. You are not a free person. And like everything that's written down on that piece of paper is even more meaningless than it is <laughs> before they wrote the, the, the emergency clauses in. I mean, what are we doing here? Do we have, she, she says, your rights aren't absolute. There are limits on everything. And they're, it's subject to my discretion, apparently. Who the fuck are you, lady? Right. The the fact that she thinks she can just take unilateral uh, precedent over which rights are applicable and which aren't is, yeah. like, that is, you know, they want to talk about 
Trump and and all these other you know right wingers being fascist and dictator like and tyrannical. This is straight up tyranny. Like that is that is exactly what this is. And which on a positive note, and I, I know we did talk about it a little bit on on uh, Tuesday, like uh, Ted Lieu and um, David Hogg and like a bunch of others came out like left. She had leftists coming out saying, "Yo, like this is not." This is not constitutional. You you need to pump the brakes on this. Yeah, that was a little surprise. I, I couldn't figure out what to make of the David Hogg thing. Because first of all, I've never I've never agreed with him on anything. And there were like a bunch of caveats into his reaction as well. But the basic underlying thing was like, yeah, this isn't constitutional. But I mean the, the David Hogg reaction is actually, I think. I think it's some like years in the making uh, kind of thing. Like he, he has over the last year and a half to two years, um, I guess post COVID really started to get involved with the Harvard shooting team, like the shooting sports team and has uh, been an active participant in like uh, trap shoots and stuff like that. And, and learning about, responsible gun ownership and and has had videos and stuff like usually uh whenever their photos or videos or stuff of that he'll he'll post it and then just get absolutely lambasted by his base for actually you know for having a gun in his hand and then it'll right. end up getting taken down but there have been instances over the last year and a half uh, for sure where he's done stuff with the harvard shooting sports team and has been less uh like all guns are evil and all gun owners are evil with his approach and talk right. and has also talked about responsible gun ownership, safe, you know, gun safety and stuff like that to uh, m small extent. So I think there is a, maybe not a red pilling, but at the very least, like a coming back to some semblance of like uh, reality with, what gun ownership truly looks like as opposed to the things that he's been spouting off for, I don't know, the better part of a decade. Yeah. It, it is interesting. Cause yeah, he'll say like one of the dumbest things ever. And then you, you see him do, do these like contradictory things and I don't know what to make of it, but yeah, I guess he's getting used to guns. They, they really got to make up their mind where it's like, you know, it's like an evil white supremacist or something, or it's the gun. Like, which is it? Right. Because like they'll it's like, oh, this this is the race, the most like, evil thing ever. This white supremacist killed a bunch of black people in a store, blah, 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 blah. But then they'll just go and blame the guns for everything. So is it the gun or is it the person? I, I mean, maybe, maybe it's maybe it's the two combined. You know, yeah, the gun like is that. only evil if it's in the hand of a white supremacist. Ne yeah. Never mind the the literal hundreds of people who shoot people in chicago on a very particular side of the town with certain demographics and none of that the those those guns aren't evil it's the only the guns in the hands of the white supremacists those are the evil guns that we need to stop. yes but they they do love to lump those statistics in with all the other uh white supremacist killers <laughs> because the uh, zero to 19 qualifies as a as a child these days in case you're wondering, yes, at 18, you can go off and, and fight in Iraq and Afghanistan or something like that. But you're still considered like a pediatric death when it comes to gun violence. If we want to um, use statistics in order to take away some more constitutional rights that you're guaranteed to. I mean, oh, man, yeah, it's dude. these emergency power things. It's It's so ridiculous. And we saw how out of control it can get how quickly it can get with the covid thing where they just yeah it's an emergency now so you have to stay in your house i, I mean if they can if they can just take whatever power they want because they declare an emergency yeah we we basically just live in a police state and you you have no right your rights are privileges all you can do is what they allow you to do and the and really the only thing that's stopping them from becoming completely tyrannical uh, 
horrible people is the fact that we have all these guns. I mean, that's why, you know, Mao took the guns, Hitler took the what's the the great Alex Jones rant? <laughs> it's like, yeah, they take they disarm you and then they really come for you. And they pulled all this covid shit with a fully armed populace. Imagine how less gentle they would be if if they knew we we couldn't uh we, we couldn't rise up and defend ourselves. Ah, there it is. I found it. I knew, I knew it was something, something weird and goofy that like uh, suspending first and second amendment rights didn't even make any fucking sense. Um, the 11, it was an 11 year old boy was killed in a road rage shooting. So this was like, not even like a school shooting, not in a grocery store, not even a home invasion or like it was just incidental a kid got shot in a road rage incident why so it is why the, it is the concealed carry guy going crazy <laughs> <laughs> possibly uh yeah but that's not but having the gun in the car isn't concealed carry right and uh, they still haven't found they still haven't found the person that did it like there's there's a lot of um question around the whole scenario like how it ended up happening it's it's really kind of yeah uh, that that is a fair uh a fair point though road rage is <laughs> you've seen people do fucking crazy things um on the on the government roads but like the the idea of suspending constitutional rights for a public health emergency because of a road rage kid, yeah. shooting, like right, yeah, it, it's absolutely a ri a ridiculous stretch of emergency powers, even by like government standards. You know, it's just like okay, one person died in a in an isolated crazy incident that rarely happens, so we're going to declare an emergency and remove everybody's Second Amendment rights. It is a a very big stretch, um, but the yeah, the idea of removing people's rights because somebody could abuse them it it's ridiculous i mean what's the point of having freedom and rights i mean yes people are going to abuse their freedoms uh that comes with is, the territory what is the 30 days going to do to like tamp down road rage or are they planning on stopping uh all of the construction at the end of the 30 days and stop moving the cones around and creating right. giant traffic jams yeah. everywhere. Like well, that's kind of what I was getting at with the government roads. I mean, if these were private roads, you're, I, I believe your driving experience would be a lot more pleasant and maybe there would be less road rage incidents because there's less people getting frustrated. Um, my guess is it was somebody driving too slow in the left lane. And in that case, the shooting is completely justified. Yes. Uh, it's a shame that they missed. Hopefully they also hit their target. It's a shame that they shot a kid. Hopefully they also got the slow driver as well. And so they don't have, they don't know who did this, that the suspect is still on the loose. Yeah, they're, uh, let's see. The last I saw, they are uh, looking for information and there's a $2,500 reward. For, for any information that could lead to an arrest. So, yeah. So, again, we, we don't even know if this is a, a legally licensed to carry person either. It could have just been somebody who was illegally carrying a gun as well. Oh, here we go. The since, uh, since the governor's suspension of constitutional rights has been slapped down by uh, a federal judge which we can get to in a second yeah. uh i i suspect this is going to be the next thing that they try to use this incident to to push um here's from the thing like there's they still don't they still don't have any suspects uh one of the reasons we've had so much trend this is from the from the sheriff's department uh or the police the police spokesperson one of the reasons why we've had so much trouble finding the vehicle is because the cameras were so old and bad around the, this area. <laughs> they're going to, they're going to use this to to yeah. ramp up uh 
monitoring traffic cameras so they can get so they can write you some more chicken shit tickets and and Uh bilk you for another couple hundred bucks for going five over the speed limit or going through a quite a stale yellow light fuck them dude yeah it's getting kind of scary what they're the you know with all these advancements in technology especially with like the ai stuff and drones and like the government gets to use all of our technological advancements against us. It's one of the, like the best arguments for not having a fucking government. (laughs) We should not like this organization that has apparently emergency powers to declare whatever the fuck they want, whenever they want, they can force you to do anything. They have a legalized monopoly on the use of force and they get to use all of our fucking inventions against us. Like, wow, maybe this is not a good idea. Well, it's like anytime you see a story, you just have you if you've been paying attention for the last, I don't know, 20 years, anytime you see a story come out, you have to look at it and say, okay, how are they going to weaponize this against us? Like, how are they going to use this to monitor us further? How are they going to use this to restrict our ability to do the things that we like should be allowed to do, the things that we're constitutionally allowed to do? How are they going to use this to restrict us and to like place increase, more right or, increase, or increase our taxes like, yeah yeah increase the revenue increase power it's the Rahm manual never let a crisis go to waste and the january 6 guys are fucking getting an ass full of that right now uh unintended Ooh. 15 to fucking 30 years in prison speaking of patriot act stuff did you see uh I say uh, we can pull up the article and talk about uh, her getting slapped down, but the there was a federal a federal judge for, or has blocked uh, the New Mexico governor from doing from invoking her emergency powers uh, in this case. Speaking of uh, tyrannical governors, did you see the the um, the Gretchen Whitmer Whitmer kidnappers uh, were all found not guilty of like all charges? I didn't. So yeah, they were entrapped the by the fucking FBI. <laughs> yeah, like I think it was. I think the entire, the main group that that was like orchestrating it was like seven guys, and five of the seven were feds. And then the but they were part of a larger group that was like eighteen total people. Twelve of the eighteen were feds. Like this, this is just the feds plotting to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer and bringing some dumbasses along that didn't know any better. Yeah. And and then, yeah, scapegoating them as these crazy extremists so that they can, like you said, um, abuse some of the powers that we've already given them and, and use it to, uh, yeah, take down. There was a, there was another article. I, I didn't have a chance to read it, but the headline was something to the effect of, yeah, um, a new bill to, uh, label, uh, or uh, yeah, like $20 million awarded to help, uh, fucking figure out how to label Americans extremists against the government. And it's, yeah, it's, it's fucking crazy, man. It's, it's crazy how far they're going and how quickly they're going. Uh, it, it seems to get be getting exponentially faster and, and more dangerous. And, uh, we really have to roll this thing back. I mean, obviously we would like to roll it back uh, completely out of existence, but man, if we can just roll it back a little bit, um, that would be a drastic improvement. Just the the level of government we had, uh, I don't know, 20 years ago. <laughs> Take that. Pre-9-11 would be wonderful. But there's there's no indication of that happening. And uh, things are things are gonna get, I think pretty bad for for the american people especially like when you combine this over um it's overextended government with these fucking emergency powers that they're getting very liberal with and the economy teetering on the brink of disaster i think as the government you know begins to crumble more and more it's almost like uh, having like a mall backed into a corner they're going to get more aggressive against the people. I, that's the way a 
dying animal behaves whenever it's backed into a corner it feels like it's threatened it feels like it's you know uh in the death throes then it lashes out and it just attacks and then i mean that's yeah and if you look at if you look at the yeah if you take a sobering look at the balance sheet just the overall report card for the u.s government it is a complete disaster and uh it's the subject of the next couple of um, Substack articles. I put part one out uh, last weekend. You probably put part two out maybe late uh, Sunday, early Monday. Kind of depends on on how this weekend goes. But yeah, that's sort of like the theme here is like, dude, every like sobering factual measuring statistic that can't be spun by these bureaucrats and can't be manipulated. These are just like cold hard facts. Uh, is flashing, disastrous, crumbling entry. And I think we're already starting to see like the just the entire world shift away, like, you know, from the US, from a US centric thing to I don't know where exactly it's going to go. Some people think it's going to be like uh, in the Middle East, like Dubai or places like that. Um, but it, it looks like America's best days are behind her. I don't think I'd be too opposed to the dubai thing once we get past the warlord phase then it then it'll work out all right yeah the warlord well, phase. Is i mean there's about. a lot of money over there a lot of people with money um, go over there say they feel safer there like are starting businesses there um, and everybody seems to be fleeing the u.s for good reason i mean the best cities in the u.s are now like so goddamn dangerous nobody feels safe walking around Nobody wants to start a business when people can just run in and steal thousands of dollars worth of shit and walk out with and face no repercussions. And then you're on top of that, you're just taxed. The, the taxes are incredibly high uh, for businesses and uh, entrepreneurs and things like that. So, yeah, why would you um, stay on this sinking ship? It's just so obvious that it's it's hemorrhaging. <laughs> Like, like it is taking on water, like like the fucking Titanic, and there's people. You know how like the Titanic, the 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 back of the boat like went up or something, and it's almost like people on the back of the boat, since they're like up above the water, like oh no, this is all fine. <laughs> Look how high we are, and it's just yeah, no, it's about to snap in half, and you're all going down. Speaking of some of the uh, the trends and things that are showing the direction it's going or at least i don't know it depends if if trump is in office then the president doesn't have any control over gas prices but if biden's in office then he 100 percent controls them except for except for when they're doing badly and in which case he doesn't control them anymore he, he only controls them if it's if they're going down yeah it's as they're reaching all-time highs or 40-year highs or something like that um they just don't talk about it you know, the media will carry water for him. You'll have one like the juicy guy or whatever will ask the question. Right. And he'll get like a retarded answer from Jean-Pierre. And and then you just won't hear anything about it. And then once they come down a little bit, the media will be like, look, 40 percent reduction in the price of gas. Joe Biden, the uh, Bidenomics is working, blah, 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 blah. It's just like, wait a minute. Yeah, it came down 40% from all-time highs. So we're still at like almost all-time highs. And by the way, all these comparisons are meaningless because they changed the way they measure everything from 20, 30, 40 years ago. So if they, if you've read the, the, the Substack article, I got into the CPI pretty heavily about how they fucking rejigger all these numbers. But yeah, the CPI surge is more than expected, always more than expected. Gas prices are soaring. They strip all of this out when they when they calculate a lot of this, or at least when they talk about the CPI numbers, they'll use the one that doesn't include food and energy and things like that because they're too volatile. But yeah, um, nothing goes up in you know a straight line forever you will have pullbacks uh, especially when you raid the uh, strategic petroleum reserve for like a couple hundred million barrels or whatever it was um that will bring stuff down temporarily but 
if you're just treating the symptoms like any other disease, eventually the you're like it's going to overtake you. And yeah, it looks like inflation is going to be on the rise again. Uh, headline CPI rose uh, 0.6 month over month, pushed the year over year to 3.7%, up from the 3.2% prior uh, and hotter than the 3.6 expectation. If you remember, the Fed's target was 2%. So they're off by quite a bit here. And remember when they were at like 1.9% and they'd be like, oh yeah, like we're still below our target. And now they'll say because we're below 2% for so long, it's okay if we're above 2%. No, they can't fucking control this. It's completely out of control. Every government policy depends on them printing more money. And it, it, it's all inflationary. They're, they're literally passing inflation reduction acts that are just pages and pages of inflation. And the more that gets enacted, the more inflation you're going to see. There's no, I've never seen a government uh, proposal that was like, all right, we're actually just going to uh, reduce the money supply. We're going to cut spending. We're going to get rid of some of this stuff. They'll talk about it. It's never actually happened. Uh, so yeah, there's there's just no plan to take any of this seriously. Uh, what are food prices? Yeah. So and these are the the bullshit calculations. So uh, us feel free to assume that these numbers are realistically twice what they're admitting to, maybe three times in some instances. I mean, you guys are going to the store. You guys are buying food. You guys, it, those are like the things that they can't hide. Even with like they'll change the packaging, they'll reduce how much you get, they'll 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 mask it in a bunch of ways, but you fucking feel it when you go to the store and you buy like three or four things and you're at a hundred dollars. It's it's ridiculous. This um, part right I'm, here is pretty interesting, right here in the middle, where it's showing the the way that gas prices have really taken off over the last year and a half since the Putin invasion of Russia. And hmm. like there were there were very smart people who were saying at the time when they decided to start imposing these sanctions on Russia while not in not increasing US uh production of of oil. It's like like we import a lot of oil from Russia. So as soon as you start putting all these sanctions on and and cut everything back like this is going to have adverse consequences for like not only are they taking your tax money to send to ukraine but you're also losing money at the pump almost week over week because of these sanctions that have by all accounts not really accomplished a whole lot like weren't they going to starve <laughs> the russians out in six months or something yeah yeah. yeah, it was going to be devastating for the ruble and all this shit. Uh, yeah, this index is up 78% since Biden took office. And I'm old enough to remember all of these fucking uh, lemmings, for lack of a better word, posting on Twitter and Facebook, like next to the gas pump. I'm willing to pay this for gas if it saves this girl in Ukraine, blah, 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 blah. How you liking it now? When it turns out that this Ukraine war is complete bullshit, it's, it's essentially just a money laundering operation for the U.S. government, and nobody's being saved. People are being fucking slaughtered in Ukraine, and you're paying higher gas prices, and we're wasting a bunch of money. Yeah. So uh, how, how are they doing so far, everybody? Yeah, but we're, post post another fucking selfie next to the gas thing, and and tell me about how you're willing to keep fucking hemorrhaging money to not to save a little girl in Ukraine that doesn't exist. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, fucking idiots, man. People are so goddamn stupid. But yeah, it, it's been we... two, it's been two years now. A uh, year and a half because it year started. And it started in March or April of. 22 so yeah and who, who knows what they're going to try to uh, uh, you know ramp up before this election oh yeah it's it's election season they've got to they got to drive it home just how it's uh i always go back to uh to v for vendetta and the 
the Chancellor Suttler's speech where he says, we need them to remember how much they need us. Like, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. That was great. I, uh, I, I flagged something on Twitter because it was uh, McCarthy. Talk, I, I guess they're talking about a government shutdown. And he says that uh, nobody nobody benefits from a government shutdown. Everybody suffers. And it's just it's just so ridiculous. I mean, these are no the, the people that benefit from the government shutdown is everybody except the politicians that their entire career, their entire livelihood is based off of this government staying open. I, I mean, why would you take any anything seriously when it comes to that? That would be like, <laughs> I, I mean, think of the conflict of interest that they have. I mean, these people, yes, they make like they make a pretty good salary by any measure, $175,000 a year or something like that. But they're making millions off of their positions of power. And they say, hey, like you guys are really going to suffer if uh, we sh you shut down my uh, $100 million money laundering operation. <laughs> It's like, really, though, am I? So if, if we just shut down all this government stuff, I get to keep 40, 50 percent of what I make. I get to keep it all now. And I just have to figure out how to how to build the roads and police and fire and a school system. And I guess a judicial system. But uh, I mean, just look at all these all the problems that these systems have that they're in control of. Yes, that it took a thank God that federal judge shot down the fucking New Mexico chick, but that doesn't always happen. Look what they're doing with the judicial system to go after the January 6th guys, Donald Trump, all that stuff. I mean, these are very corrupt systems. They're not exactly uh, functioning as designed. Talking about politicians uh, and their $140,000 salary with the millions upon millions that they end up raking in. Uh, did you see where the House Republicans have launched an impeachment inquiry? So they're starting to they're starting a probe on him on uh, a potential Biden impeachment. Um, there's been there's been like a subcommittee or something that's been investigating Biden, the Biden family's business dealings in Ukraine and and China and, and other things for for a while. And they've. Uh, Supposedly, they found a lot, but it doesn't get any publicity or talked about ever. Well, so they're opening up the impeachment inquiry and starting a probe, uh, and it's focused largely around that and the the idea of how's this guy who has literally done nothing but be a career politician uh, somehow amassed so much wealth. And starting to look into the business dealings and influence peddling and some of that other stuff. Will anything come of it? I don't know. And at this point, every time I see something like this, I feel like it's part of the PSYOP to give them an excuse to put somebody else in to run in 2024. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they're bringing charges against uh, Hunter Biden gun charges drug charges and that all just seems like a fucking distraction to me as well to take it to take the heat off of biden and then also give him give them that route it's like they're it's like they're uh paving different routes for them to take so that they have options and if they want to if they want to make joe biden step down it's like okay they can point to the impeachment thing they can point to the the hunter biden scandal um, but if they don't want to, they can just put all the focus on Hunter Biden, and that's all they'll talk about. And they'll just keep saying, oh, there's no evidence that Joe Biden did anything wrong. There's no evidence. It's like, dude, there's like eyewitness fucking testimony. There's emails. <laughs> there's fucking bank statements. I, I mean, there's Joe Biden on tape saying he did these things, right. like bragging about fucking <laughs> like. He's like, yes, I held back fucking hundreds of billions of dollars and, until they fucking did something for me. I mean, he's on tape saying it. and But the media will just be like, oh, there's no evidence. There's no, you call that real evidence? It really is more, unbelievable. It's a lot more real than any of the evidence they've had on Trump for anything. Right. When, when Trump, with Trump, it's like, well, when there's smoke, there's fire. And then when there's an actual fire, it's the fucking great. It's like the CNN meme. It's like yeah, mostly peaceful protests, like nothing to see here. This is fine. 
it's it's unbelievable to to sit back and watch this play out. It's I like should have wore my shirt. It's cartoonish. I've yeah, I've it's, got a, it's this fun. is fine shirt. I should have wore that if I knew we were going this direction. It's it's. I mean, how much more evidence would you need? What else could you get on Joe Biden to make it more incriminating? Remember, remember in the 2020 election, like they were still talking about Trump's tax returns for whatever fucking reason, because that's a thing. And and then they're over here like, yeah, look, Biden turned in or Biden showed his tax returns and see he paid in five million dollars in taxes. I'm like, hold the fuck up. Can we pump the brakes and ask why a guy who has literally done nothing but serve in the government his entire career paid in five million dollars like what what nope no like nobody bats an eye at that like there's some big questions here yeah yeah it's crazy man It, it is just i i don't understand how people can like the level of brainwashing, like the psyop that's been going on, it it's so fucking successful. And you'll you'll see these people on like Twitter and everything, like going to bat for Joe Biden. Like yeah, yeah no, that they're the chain of custody on the laptop. <laughs> like Republicans had it for like six months or something. They could have put anything on there. It's like, dude, these this has been fucking verified by the other people's email addresses. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like it's it just i i can't believe that there are still people that can't see what's going on and it wasn't even the republicans that had the laptop it was the fucking fbi yeah that that's true yeah although didn't giuliani have it or something who knows but it at first it was just russian disinformation and then they never even denied that. Like Hunter Biden didn't deny that it was his laptop. It was like the media was denying it for him. And then, yeah, all this stuff comes up. Dude, even if you get rid of all the corrupt, like all the fucking money corruption scandals, he's still on there with like underage chicks too. Like there's that. There's his dad listed as what, like pedo Pete or something in his fucking WhatsApp phone. Like what the fuck, dude? There's so... It's such a crazy family. And to just pretend like there's nothing wrong with the Biden family and be going after everybody in the Trump family. I mean, Trump's family compared to Biden's family is like. They're like fucking Mother Teresa. The fact His that kids are like for being fucking rich, like Trumpians, like they're pretty fucking they seem like well-balanced people, at least. They don't uh, seem all, like pedophiles. They're not smoking crack. They're not they're all like, videotaping themselves. Independent business folks. Like they they yeah. have they have ventures outside of what they do with Trump and, and right. seem to do and, and you see well. them talk and they seem like like normal people for the most part, you know. Um by, like, then you got then you got Hunter Biden banging his deceased brother's wife and yeah. being weird with his niece and like yeah and you have uh joe biden's daughter's diary again oh, yeah, chain yeah. of custody on that is questionable as well but yeah dude the whole the whole thing man it's who the fuck are these people in government it's so goddamn crazy they're they're like literally the scum of the earth but god forbid we should shut it all down if, without if only, government yeah go ahead sorry oh i was gonna say if if only hunter had been doing this stuff on like chatterbait and and doing it for tips and stuff then right. it would have been it would have been all right that that oh been man yeah completely that, well, what's her name suzanne susan gibson yeah susanna yeah, gibson. gibson yeah uh also known as hot wife experience like 69 or something <laughs> oh god uh yes, she is a she's like forty year old mother of two, seasoned nurse nurse practitioner. Seasoned, yes, seasoned, yeah, very seasoned. <laughs> was uh I don't know what this site is, but I guess she was post uh posting a bunch of fucking like videos. I tried going to it, you know i I suffer with the research for this show, ladies and gentlemen, the things I do for you guys. 
I found the site and it popped up for a minute. It, this is really weird. Like it went to it. And so I saw all the screenshots of the videos that she's posted. And then um, and then the site went blank. And it's like this is no longer available, like within a, a minute of me going to it. So I don't know if it was like a glitch that actually let me in. Because what broke to either today or late yesterday was the Associated Press tipped her off about this story a week before. So she got to delete all the videos before the I think it was the Washington Post could run this story. You she got to do a bunch of damage for, control for research purposes, obviously. Yes. Yeah. No, but dude, she's on there fucking giving blowjobs, taking it from behind all kinds of shit, man. And uh, yeah, posted like twelve of these videos, and and when it get when you get busted doing and you're doing it for money, I guess the, like tokens or something. Um, they have some of the quotes that she's like, "Yeah, I'll do this if you send me some like five hundred of these tokens or whatever." Um, she's on there voluntarily doing this for money. Gets called on it, and and cries, uh, "Sex crimes." Uh, this is a uh, you know we should bring up uh, republicans on sex crimes because they're uh what's that rule uh hate hate porn or something revenge yeah, porn reven revenge, revenge porn. porn yeah she's trying to get it as a revenge porn thing but like <laughs> then that would be i mean who who shared it who released it like it was it was out on. there she put it out there Right. We just found it, and we're saying, "Hey, if you want to uh, watch some videos, she's got a dozen or so good ones. Go check her out." I mean, we're such a degenerate society. I don't even know why this is a problem. But I also I didn't get to watch any of the videos because she deleted all of them thanks to the Associated Press tipping her off. But like, dude, this is how corrupt the fucking media. Is. It, Let's just play the fucking game that we do every single time. Reverse the roles. This is a Republican. This is, uh, you know, instead of Hunter Biden, it's Donald Trump's uh, daughter or something. Uh, and and she's got a bunch of video, uh, sex videos posted. You think the Associated Press be like, call them up, be like, hey, just so you know, uh, Washington Post is going to run a story. They they found your fucking porn site. You might want to get rid of that stuff. I mean, this is by any by any account, this would be a newsworthy story, I think, regardless of who the politician is, if you're an honest journalist. But did the Association Press run the story? No. No, they didn't. You've got you've got this and they're trying to demonize the people who found this content online and act like there's nothing wrong here. Like this woman is the victim. While you've also got Lauren Boebert getting removed from a theater where she was uh, just attending a play of Beetlejuice not for for they removed her for causing a public disturbance except that she wasn't causing any public disturbance it was people in the theater saw her there and like spurred out and and read so hard I, I saw she was like vaping I was like alright I don't think that's a problem in Colorado. Like they removed her because people were basically losing their shit that Lauren Boebert was there. More okay. or less. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that makes more sense. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I tried watching like some of the, they're like, yeah, here's like some footage. I was like, I didn't really see anything. It was just her. She Walking was sleeping. Like and then, yeah. And then I don't know. They, they kicked her out for some reason. Yeah. Causing a disturbance, I guess. It it really is absolutely ridiculous how dishonest the press is. I, I how do you not just run with that story when you like, hey, this person running for office, <laughs> running for public office, is also um, in her spare time, in between raising her two kids, uh, blowing her husband on camera for kids. I thought like nurse practitioners she, made good money. She should have well. <laughs> I guess anything, any extra helps. I mean, yeah, we, well, we, the, we do where the CPI has been running. Yeah. yeah. Gas prices are through the roof. Um, I was going to say, like, if she had any wherewithal about her, she would have just leaned into it and been like, yes, it's my husband. I enjoy doing things with my husband. And if we can get paid for doing things, then 
Why the hell not? Yeah, I was going to do it the anyway. Economy these days? Yeah, right. Dude, there's a million ways to spin it. Like, how is this my victim. fault that y'all are such degenerates <laughs> that you're willing to pay to watch me do this? Like, <laughs> exactly. And it's just like, dude, there's a million ways. And she had a week to think about it, too. After deleting it, she had a week to come up with a story. And what she came up with was, uh, oh, this is revenge porn. You guys should be ashamed of yourselves. How dare you? Sex crimes come after me like this. It's like, dude, come on, man. You put it out there. You did this. It wasn't like you your, you got divorced and your ex-husband posted the videos after the fact. It's like, no, no, you guys have been doing this. <laughs> voluntarily and um no associated press not interested interested in hiding the story and trying I mean, to do some damage control that's always the way it goes though man more than happy to to cover up as long as you got the correct letter next to your name right oh, speaking man. of some letters you want to talk about the a d and the l letters yeah well, yeah, because season that for a week, and we have people are ready. What's so? Yeah, what's been going on with this? So Elon Musk has been in a at least semi-heated battle with the ADL for a couple weeks now, and um, the ADL has accused Elon Musk of allowing anti-Semitism to run rampant on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, uh, and and have also blamed him for uh, stoking those fires to certain extents. Elon counters with, uh, and I need to, I couldn't find the, there were some links and I, I couldn't find them. Um, Elon counters with the ADL is responsible for 60% ad revenue decline at Twitter because of smear campaigns that the ADL has been running with potential advertisers over some of this stuff. That's uh, like there's, you see these places like the ADL and the Southern Poverty Law Center and stuff like that, that they, they create these statistics and they say that that anti-Semitism and racism and bigotry and all of these things are like at all time highs on Twitter and yada, yada, yada. And, but like, it's, there's no actual like scientific or statistical backing for it. They, they just say that they, what, what was the, what's the joke? It's like 80% of people will believe any, uh, will believe anything you say, as long as you put a statistics on a statistic on it. <laughs> It's one of those things yeah, like it's a great, none of these none one. of these things actually they're like there's a 70% increase in anti-Semitism on Twitter since Elon Musk took over. It's like, how the fuck do you even trace like track that? Like show right. show me show me like how many anti-Semitic engagements were happening before he took over versus now. Like there's no actual there's no yeah. actual statistical evidence of it. It's just they stick a stamp a number on it and make you then yeah. you think it's legit. Well, remember when he he I forget who was interviewing him, but somebody brought up like that bullshit statistic or, or maybe not even a statistic. They just made the claim that, uh, you know, uh, hate speech is, is up a lot on Twitter. And Elon Musk is like, well, can you give me an example of, of what you're talking about? And the guy yeah, just, just literally one not... example. Just what have you seen on your timeline that's come and up? He's like, well, I'm not on my... And then he just starts backpedaling. He's like, well, I haven't been on my timeline in like a couple weeks or whatever. And he's like, OK, but yeah, whenever, like, just give me something. Name one thing. And he had nothing. And you're, you're doing you're preparing for this interview. Like, how do you just not come up with like a couple of things to talk about? All you had to do was pull up like my timeline and could have, we would yeah. have had at least a couple. Right. Didn't, yeah. And it's just take a lot of research. It is so fucking ridiculous. So what and what is going to come from? So is he is he suing the the ADL? The threat is on the tape. It, um, he has not officially sued yet, but he has been talking about it there is i can't remember there's another another organization that is similar to the adl but smaller um and i can't remember the name of it they there is actually a lawsuit against that one right now 
and he has talked about suing the ADL, which, of course, the ADL then responds with, you know, that's just furthering his anti-Semitism, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of this also came out of, um, like, there, there was a bunch of posts by the ADL that was really kind of promoting some fairly insane stuff that, like, um, ideas about anti-Semitism and this like, rampant, uh, what was it? One of them was that the Jews didn't actually kill Jesus. Uh, like, there's been all kinds of crazy stuff that, like, trying to, I don't know, fight anti-Semitism. Like, that's something that needs to be done. <laughs> but it, yeah. it's like the over-the-top I mean, we... way that they've been going about it has been kind of crazy. And then that just gets them more attention. And and, yeah. and the more attention they get, the harder they push back, and it's like it's just this vicious, perpetuating cycle of. I'm yeah, I'm willing to venture a guess that Elon Musk could produce some receipts about this uh, decline in ad revenue, and be able to point to some of yeah, the, and the the thing. I mean, yeah, the irony is not lost. I wish that I could have found it. There defamation. is an article that has a whole bunch of that stuff. Yeah, defamation lawsuit against the anti-defamation league. It's just so great, dude. It's like everything on that side of the political spectrum is just, it's like, it's the same as like with the names of government legislations. They just name it exactly the opposite of what they are. You know, like Antifa, the anti-fascists, like anti-defamation. Um, yeah, it's, you can almost come up with the same rule. It's like whatever they call themselves is the exact opposite of what they are. And whatever they call you is the exact opposite of what you are. Uh, it's great. Yeah, anti-Semitism. Like, this is a big problem. Remember, so the, the most recent example of, like, anti-Semitism was probably the Kanye West thing. And he lost, like, a billion dollars. <laughs> um, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't see. Maybe some of the Jewish people can weigh in. I don't see a lot of anti-Semitism. Again, it's just one of these phantom problems. It's just like, can we just move on? Like, you don't see it in your daily life. You don't even, you can't point to it in your Twitter feed when, when pressed on it. What are we doing here? Why are we still talking about this stuff? Can we move on? We're going to have much bigger problems than any of this shit in the next uh, couple of years, next 10 years, I think are going to be very problematic for, for uh, most of the American people. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be it's going to be weird to watch how this stuff kind of breaks down. Um, this this next election like this is one of the like usually you kind of have a feel or at least I kind of have a feel for how things are going to go or could go. This is just this is really out there, man. I've never seen anything like this. Like, we just have two octogenarians going at it. These are the two top candidates, and one might be in prison. One uh, is probably going to be fucking dead <laughs> for the election. Um, if not uh, physically dead, completely mentally brain dead. And wow, his successor, nobody likes. Uh, the other two interesting candidates are getting fucking, you know, blacklisted everywhere. Uh, refused protection from the fucking government. Uh, despite his dad and uncle being assassinated by the government. <laughs> it's a very interesting story, man. You can't make this shit up. Say one of the uh, one of my favorite 9-11 memes is uh, the picture of George H.W. and George W. standing there together and H.W. the little uh, the little word bubble says I did Kennedy and the and then the word bubble over W is I did 9-11. Yeah. And the other, yeah, Vivek Ramaswamy, when asked about it, we'll, we'll talk about certain conspiracy theories surrounding 9-11. And they'll use that to paint him as an extremist. Um, when's the, is there another debate coming up? When's the next debate? Usually they spread those out this time of year. I can't imagine they'll do more than one a month. So it'll probably be towards the end of 
end of September yeah. or middle of October. October or something. Yeah. October surprise. I, mean, I guess they gotta that's next start, October. Yeah, they gotta start ramping it. They gotta start ramping it up and and getting stuff ready. But uh, because I mean, they have to start narrowing the field soonish. Yeah. Yeah. God, what a fucking pathetic bunch of candidates. And unless oh, Trump man. participates in the debate, it doesn't even matter. Right. Yeah. Um, although I did enjoy seeing them all just go after Vivek and him have to fight off like he, this nobody it came out of nowhere and all of a sudden like everybody's going after him and he seemed to handle it pretty well so it'll be yeah, I, uh, didn't, I didn't yeah, feel like he won so much as all the rest of them lost like yeah they could have just ignored him like just don't really address Vivek Ramaswamy but they all just yeah it was like attacking Donald Trump and he just kept counterpunching you know that they they don't know how to play this game. These are all old fucking antiquated politicians, and the old way of doing things is not working anymore. We are. I don't understand. Like a quarter how of the way into work. this. Yeah, we're a quarter of the way into this new century, and like technology is moving a lot faster. Um, we have like yeah, Twitter or X and the internet, and like. You can't just like say things like all these Biden lies and stuff. He just like makes up these stories. And in real time, you can just be completely um, fact checked, actually fact checked. Um, so, yeah, the old way of doing things and these old uh, canned politician answers, they, they don't work with uh, th this younger generation. And the old generation has lost faith in all these institutions that they held in such high regard. Uh, the younger generation probably never had faith in them, and the old generation has watched them just completely, uh, I don't even know what the word, implode or something, like just completely the exact opposite of everything they've been propagandized to believe true for the last 50 years is uh, coming to light to be, yeah, all lies. Big, bigger and bolder with each passing week, and it's... You can't just do the old way of uh, politicianing. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting election. Anyway, is that it for today? Yeah, I think that's all we have. Cool. You got anything going on uh, this weekend? Anything to let the fans know? No, not for me. I'm, I got a... Uh... Young men are growing up to be violent extremists and... We need to put a stop to that. And uh, me and my buddy Mark Metz are going to be talking about that on a live stream at some point as soon as we get our uh, work schedules figured out and can uh, hook up and 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 do it. So uh, that'll be coming out hopefully sometime in the next week to week and a half. Uh, it was a really interesting article, and um, it's really kind of telling of how mainstream media views men in general and especially young men like we are the enemy class whether you whether you've ever done anything to deserve that title or not they, they have you yeah. as the enemy it's yeah it's insane. my entire life they've been trying to demonize men yeah so and that's toxic that's the only masculinity and all that shit yeah and they're they're always like the the idiots and all the commercials like the dumb dad or whatever and the, the tv shows too and it's like the wife does everything it's like man look around look around at the world all the things have been built <laughs> like just imagine if there was no like real men around um and when things get really bad that's when Everybody seems to want a real man again. You know, the closer you get to like, um, I don't know, like caveman status or something, the more having like real masculine men becomes important. You know, the poorer you are, the more um, dangerous the situation is, like whatever it is, the more primal you become, the more uh, men you need. And, and uh, we are working our way towards primal real quick yeah and and trying to turn all the men into women so it like i said everything's uh, the trajectory of the u.s is looking great we got to put our our uh 
sunglasses on because our future is so bright. Love the path that we're on, but yeah, uh, I don't know. It's good God. I don't even know what to say anymore. Just do everything you can to protect yourself and do not depend on this uh, crazy fucking government of ours. I'm going to, uh, I got some cooking to do. It's Mexican Independence Day. I'm an honorary Mexican, so I will be celebrating. And uh, that's about it. So, um, yeah, just follow us on Twitter and uh, support the show. I'll link to that in the description. Check out the Substack. Do all that for us, and we'll be back on Tuesday with a brand new episode for you. And until then, you know what to do. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction.